We are I. You know, I've been thinking a lot, you know, lately, and I know I kind of start off a lot of these podcasts, you know, with like, you know, things I'm thinking about or, you know, things I've been thinking about lately. But, um, you know, a topic of conversation that I keep having with a lot of people and, you know, I don't know if it's like an age or a point of my life that I'm in or, you know, just like the nature and the context of, you know, like where society is at today or just the people that are around me and where they're at in their lives. Um you know, but like, what is the cost? Like, what is the actual real cost to you, you know, of having like your freedom, like your freedom, your freedom to be able to make the the choices that you want to make, like the freedom to be able to offer yourself the opportunities that be able to make you happy, you know, like the freedom to be able to live your life, you know, under your terms, you know, your dictations, your, your concerns, you know, the way that you want, um, you know, and not from a selfish point of view, like, I realize that, there's always going to be a part of personal sovereignty and personal freedom, you know, that has a certain selfish component to it. But, you know, like, is that bad? You know, like, is it is it bad? Is, or is it as bad as, like, what we seem like what it is today? You know, because your personal freedom at the end of the day, like, the only thing that you're really going to connect with is who you are as a person. Like, your freedom is your morals, your ethics, like how you want to live your life every day, like the, the choices that you're going to make, the decisions at work, the decisions in relationships, the decisions in friendships, you know, like what kind of car you're going to drive, what kind of house you're going to buy, you know, like all these things, like these are the freedoms that we have in life. Like these are the opportunities that we offer to ourselves. And like what is the cost when we accept and we want that freedom and we choose to be able to have that freedom. And like what what's this spin off of that and you know like how we might affect other people's lives like around us, you know, like whether it's in a, a relationship or your children or you know like friends or other family members, coworkers, you know, like all these different environments that we have to take into consideration. And do people always take these into consideration? Or do we take too much of it into consideration now? And if we are, like how much is this impacting us and our abilities to be able to make decisions as not only an adult, but as a human being and living our lives like how we want it? Or do we have too much choice? Do we have the opportunity for too much freedom? Do we have, you know, too many avenues for freedom and expression and understanding like who we are and like what we're capable of and you know, like the things that we want? You know, because like we can't forget, it wasn't very long ago that like our options for personal freedom were were drastically reduced. You know, because we had to focus so much on just surviving every day. And that became like the freedom in itself is just being able to survive every day, whether that was providing for yourself or your family or, you know, like any situation that you were in because you simply just had to survive. You know, and I'm talking a little bit more like like a hundred years ago or more, you know, like we've been slowly refining the system down where, you know, it's taken less out of us to be able to, you know, find survival in our day, but we're trying to survive in different terms now, you know, and how we're trying to be able to survive now has a lot to do with our freedom. 
because there's a there's a big component that I see in my life and a big component that I see in other people's lives too. You know, like that having like these options for freedom, like these these expressions for freedom, these expressions for connection of who we are as people and what we want to do with our lives and how we decide to be able to live our lives. Like these things are costing us our freedom. You know, like where we have all these opportunities to be able to, you know, um, like I said, drive the car we want, have different jobs, you know, like have different foods, you know, have different hobbies that we like, different interests in life. You know, how much time that we allocate in our lives to these things. You know, because like we look at a lot now, you know, like I want to be able to express myself inside or outside of a relationship, you know, like have you know, like these opportunities to be able to do things and, you know, not really have very many barriers or expectations on what the limitations of my happiness are. You know, but at the end of the day, it wasn't too long ago where like, were they even considered or were they pipe dreams or did you just not entertain them or were the options not there? You know, because I look at, you know, like one of the big things that, you know, I connect with in my life is just, you know, like my activity. Like I love to get out there and I love to do things and I love to, you know, like meet people and see things and experience and bank memories and bank memories of other people's experiences. Like those are some of the things that I love the most. I, I love, you know, like seeing people experience things for the first time or experiencing anything for the first time and just being authentically amazed and joyful and happy. Like I love that. Like I connect with this why I'm a part of so many of those experiences and they are absolutely fantastic. You know, but I also look at it on like the flip side of saying like, you know, it wasn't too long ago where, where I would never have had these opportunities because I had to have my focus allocated on something completely different where, you know, it strictly was, you know, I might have to wake up every day and my focus, my goal and what made me happy was you know, working seven days a week, 12, 14, 16 hours a day to be able to provide my, for myself or, you know, like my family, my kids, you know, like my spouse, like, you know, people around me, my family, like these kind of things, because that was our sole focus. And it's being our sole focus for thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. So when it comes down to all these options for opportunity for freedom, again, is it costing us our freedom? Because freedom used to be a lot simpler because we, we didn't have these options freedom came by way of that i have a house over my head food in my belly clothes on my back and people around me like a lot of that is what freedom really used to be you know but now like our freedom comes into like you know do i want to be on an android or ios operating system what kind of car do i want to drive out of these top 10 manufacturers like what neighborhood do i want to live in what school do my children go to you know am i on facebook am i on instagram am i on twitter you know like do i do i hike do i prioritize my health and wellness do i don't do i sew do i scrapbook do you know i ride motorbikes do i build cars like there's all of these things and they all connect us. You know, like we all feel like a sense of accomplishment. We all feel a sense of purpose. We all feel connected with who we are and our sovereignty and our freedom. You know, but like all these things, when we look at it, because we have these opportunities, we, we always kind of feel like there there should be more because genetically, within inside ourselves, within inside of our mind, within inside of our body, we are genetically predisposed to be able to search, to be able to seek, to be able to find, to be able to want. Because that was directly attached with our survival. You know, but nowadays, like we attach these feelings and these opportunities to all of these aspects that 
honestly don't really mean a whole bunch. We are searching for freedom. We are searching for happiness. We are trying to find it in these things. And yes, we temporarily may get our freedom and our happiness and in our choice in these situations. But again, there's all these spinoff effects because of it. And like, what's the cost of that? So I've been trying to like analyze the, the impact of my choices in my life and how they contrast everybody around me. You know, so like a, like a big part, I'm going to come back to this, you know, my activity, because I'm sure that everybody knows and everybody knows around me that my activity is a huge part of my life. You know, but like my dad, for example, you know, when I go into the backcountry, you know, like this is something that I love and I want to be a part of and it's something I'm going to experience and I'm going to experience all the time. And my dad was the one who connected me with this environment and really thrust this experience upon me. But he's always worried. You know, he's like, well, how long have you gone for? Where are you going? All these things that are perfectly valid and legitimate. You know, like you're going to be safe. You know, like what are you packing? Like who's going with you? Like all these questions, which kind of like chips away at it where I would love it if he was just like, you know, just go and just be happy, son. You know, I, I want you to be happy. I, I instill this in you. I know I gave you the tools to be successful in this environment. I just want to be happy. Now, I know there's both sides of that. You know, like I value that he's concerned. I value that he shows me love. But again, it's like this spinoff of my freedom also has this detriment to somebody because it creates worry in them. You know, then I have like, you know, like my children, you know, who want to come in the, the backcountry with me and some of these amazing adventures. They see pictures. I, I tell them all about it. You know, and they want to be a part of it, but they're too young right now. They can't come. And I just like I see that angst and that want and like, you know, it's not like they're they're depressed or unhappy, but like they just want it so bad. And, you know, like right now I can't afford this opportunity, but it's short term. It's short lived because I will. And there'll be this amazing experience between us. But again, it creates this angst and this want. And I realize that that passion and that connection, that's also good. But again, this is another spinoff that, you know, I take into consideration. You know, then it's like, do I go with myself or, you know, I know there's lots of other people that want to come with me. Do, do I take them? Do I go by myself? You know, I was just on a hike this last weekend where I went with other people and it kind of came in multiple different stages. You know, one of those stages where, you know, we were on the top of a mountain camping at a lake and I had to run down the mountain, grab another two people and come back up so that we could all go, go up, meet at the top together and then come back down later in the day. And I'm running down this mountain. It's something that that I love, like downhill trail running in the most extreme environments is my jam, my gig, my connection, my happiness, my sovereignty, my everything. There's everything about it. I just love it. every step, every agonizing ankle break, knee twist, bang, scrape on trees, fall, twister, and I love it all. Every part of it just connects me as a human being. I love it, and I want to be able to experience that with other people. But I also love doing it alone. You know, it's like all these like costs of, you know, like like my freedom and like this situation where it's just, you know, like where's the bridge behind all that? You know, and I know that there's also this component where people say, you know, to me, like, you know, Blake, you overanalyze things. And like, I get that. I'm not the only one. It's not that I don't know that. It's not that I don't admit that. But like my foundation behind this is, is I have this thing that I love and I have all these components to it. You know, but before, like they're just, like a part of that was just like survival. Like, you know, like nobody really questioned it. Like you didn't, you didn't have all these other feelings attached to it. You probably weren't trail running. You were just simply about maybe hunting for survival or like it was just a part of what you needed to be able to survive. 
you know, but again, like, you know, how much of my freedom do I rob myself of? You know, because I process all this information, but the only reason why I process all this information is because it comes into me. It's a part of the process. You know, how do I go? Where do I go? Who do I bring? Do I go by myself? Who do I tell? Who do I incorporate? Or do I just sneak out alone and don't tell anybody and just connect with it myself? Because this is something that is just authentically and purely just for me. But again, like these are all costs of my, my freedom and my happiness and my choices. You know, and like this is just like a really small element. This is really just a small window and a small opportunity. But the reason why I wanted to explain this is because this is one facet of that in my life. But, you know, you also have facets of this in your life as well. You know, like what is your freedom costing you? And like what is attached to that freedom? Like what do you love? Like what is purely honestly just you? And do the people around you just like authentically support that? Do you support that as a person? Like is this who you are and who you connect with? And then I see so many people on the complete other spectrum, other side of this. Like I'm only really talking about the people right now, like myself, who have something. Who have something that they identify with, something that they connect with. But I also see people that don't. They have no no identity to their freedom. They have no understanding of like where their freedom lies and how to be able to connect with it and, and where it is and where it is inside them and what it means to them to be able to have it. And is it because of like all of these traps that we put ourselves in all the time because we have too much? We authentically, we really have too much. And I think on both sides of that spectrum, when we have too much, we have a tough time identifying with what makes us happy. And then on when we do, we also challenge other people to find what makes them happy. There's all these spin-offs of it. You know, but like if life became just a lot simpler, if we had a lot less options, would our freedom be easier to achieve? Would we challenge other people's freedom less because we're not challenging our own because it's a lot more inherent. It's a lot more given. It's a gift. It's an opportunity that's afforded to everybody, not just the soul seekers, the searchers of life, the quest for happiness, the live your best lifers, the five hour week workers, the I travel for a living people. You know, like all these different ways that we're searching for it because what if it just wasn't that hard? What if we took all the options away from everybody and just had it in a lot simpler terms? Because we all know every time that we turn on these corners, every time we wake up in a day and, you know, whether or not you're like me and you have a flipboard and you get your news that way, or if you get your news through Twitter, or if you get your news from still turning on the TV, or even crazier from a newspaper. You know, but it, when we look at all of these, like, these, like, avenues of life and all these changes and how we're flooded with all these changes, like, where does that leave us? Like, where does it leave us when there's always a new something and there's always this new quest and then we attach our happiness to all these things? Like, do we forget? Do we forget how simple our happiness should be and by way of our happiness also becomes our freedom. Our freedom just to be able to live, our freedom to be able to be simpler, freedom to be able to have less options, less influence. And then we 
force people to have less options and we force less influence on them as well, affording them this great gift of their own personal sovereignty and their own personal happiness because then they're not challenged as much because we all have a simpler life. You know, I know there's no such thing as this like utopian society and there's some, you know, like cultures and there's some pockets of tribes in the world that just authentically have this, you know, like they have very little, you know, very little connection with the outside world, very little understanding of how the outside world lives, you know, very little with inside their community, you know, but every time I see like these people like on a, on a magazine cover or, you know, on something on the internet or, you know, just any kind of reference to them, like when I look at them, it's just, I'm awestruck because I'm like, you barely have any clothes. You barely have any tools. You definitely have no real, you know, medicine except for like, you know, like the natural, you know, medicines that we have, like these plants and these herbs and like all these different opportunities and gifts from the world. You know, but it's just, I look at them and it's just, you're so pure. You're so simple. Is everybody just happier? Does everybody have a lot more personal freedom? And a lot more emotional freedom, a lot more physical freedom, a lot more conceptual freedom. Because there's just not all the opportunity for that to be taken away. Because with choice, we're also fundamentally to a certain level robbing ourselves of our freedom because we have choices to make. And at what point do we get to a point of no return? The point of diminishing results, the point of, you know, like diminishing effect. And I think that's where we live in Western culture. And I don't think there's any denying that now where we look at like all of these opportunities for everything, like they're not helping. They're not helping the way that they should. They're not helping the way that we think that they are. Because, you know, like where does it stop? Like, you know, like where does it stop when we just have like all of these things that rob us of our freedom and our opportunity and rob other people's of their freedom and their opportunity. Like when do we get to a point where we just say like enough is enough? You know, I know this is kind of like a little bit of a ramble and a little bit of rant and like that's no different than any one of these podcasts is no different than any, any other theme. You know, but it's something, is this something that you see? Do you see this? Do you, do you understand it? Do you connect with it? Is this, and is this just me? Is this just like a part of like my pipe dream? Because I do know this is one thing that I can authentically put out there, throw out there that I really, purely, truly, honestly know. That the more I scale back, the less that I have, the less that I want, the happier that I am, and the more freedom I feel inside that. Like when I'm in the back country and all I have is a tent and my means to survive. And I look out at the world around me and I look at the, the mountains, the trees, the rivers, the lakes, the oceans, the everything around me. I just look at like this vast like opportunity for simplicity. This vast opportunity, a wealth of just nothing. It's just clear. It's here and there's just there's nothing to be able to want except for just to exist and just be a part of life because existing is just a a huge fundamental element of our day like we just we exist until we die and then we want there to be more after that 
to be able to create purpose on this world. And depending on what you believe, like there may or may not be, I'm not here to challenge you on that. It's not my point. But my point is just what does existing mean to you? What does existing mean to us? How do we coexist? How do we have happiness? How do we have opportunity? How do we have freedom? And when you have your freedom, does it feel honest? When you have your freedom, does it feel pure? When you have your freedom, does it feel unchallenged? When you have your freedom, is it authentically yours? These are some of the questions that I want answered. These are some of the questions that I think you need answered. These are some of the questions that I think we all need answered as a society. Because us in Western culture, it's not like we're getting closer to happiness. And if you think we are, you need to spend a little bit more time on the research. You need to spend a little bit more time listening to what's around us. Because us in Western culture, we're definitely not getting closer to happiness, security, personal sovereignty, freedom. We are not getting closer to any one of those things. So again, what does your freedom mean to you? What are you willing to put on the line for your freedom? What's the potential conflict? What's the potential resolution to you having your freedom? And what is the value of your freedom? What is the value of your freedom personally? That's a question that we all need to ask. And I think it deserves an answer.